0: Hi there and welcome back to Mugful of Mimosas, a podcast where nobody has time for proper stemware. So grab whatever's clean and closest to you and fill it on up for this week's episode. If you're listening in, I want to say thank you. One, thank you for listening in. You being here makes my heart so full and so happy and I love being able to talk to you every week. And also thank you for your patience with me as I get into my groove with putting these episodes out. I am a one woman show when it comes to milk full of mimosas. I record, I edit, I do it all myself. And so sometimes your girl needs a break, which is what I did last week. And can I say it was much needed and very, very well deserved. So this week, I'm talking to another one of my oldest friends of all time, Natasha, about beauty standards and how they impacted us when we were little and growing up and how we're changing our mindsets and our relationships with modern and common beauty standards today. So make sure that your cup is full before you jump on in. Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> are we cheersing with your uh, sorbet? Yes. <laughs> with okay.
1: your sorbet? I'm okay, getting great. I'm my
0: uh, sorbet We got to clink, 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 clink. Okay. Uh, today we are drinking, well, I'm drinking the, the raspberry lemonade you guys brought. Mm-hmm. And uh, Natasha is powering through this extremely tart sorbet, really sorbet tart. I made just so that she can be nice because she's too nice <laughs> to say, bitch, this is so goddamn tart. It's so goddamn tart, and it's okay to say that. It's
1: good, but I'm just like, <laughs> it is very. I was I was shocked. I'm shocked at how tart it
0: <laughs> is. We should introduce who you are before we get into more topics. What? Uh, who are you? And what? And what is your name? <laughs>
1: um, I'm Natasha.
0: Hi, Natasha. And how do we know each other?
1: Uh, we went to the same elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we went to the same middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And I guess we were, were in the same pre-K. I don't know. I definitely remember going to pre-K. We it's were vague.
0: definitely in the same kindergarten because I was definitely in Miss Rose's class. You, we had Ms. to be Rose's in Miss class? Class. Really? Rose's class? 100%. Oh. 100% in Miss Rose's class. 100% in Miss Rose's class. Okay. Well, <laughs> now that we've established that. Um, also, if you've heard the previous episodes where we've had my other friend, Shana Asia on this is that natasha that we're talking about in those episodes the one that we were supposed to the trio of us that we were all supposed to go (laughs) up north to boston i will own it okay i was exposed (laughs) i will own it i applied to umass amherst and got in
1: oh and got in but you didn't go
0: But they didn't want to give me any money. Oh,
1: that's, listen.
0: They didn't want to give me any freaking
1: money. And you guys, that's. I went to my school because they paid for it.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you remember, you you remember that if you guys remember correctly, the actual real choice where I actually really wanted to go was the American University of Paris. Because I got into that. Oh, you did want to go there. I
1: remember that. I got into that. that. And my mom
0: was like, great. I love it for you. Beautiful adventures. And my dad was just like, sis, who going to pay for that? And I was like sir you. you and he was like <laughs> ma'am no and i was like oh why oh like mm. but still i rise <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> you are like the person <clears throat> that i want to talk to about this because i there's so many people in my life that that don't give two shits about this mm-hmm. and i'm just like if there's somebody in my life that i know cares about this it's you and so today we're talking about like beauty standards what the fuck all is going on in this fucking industry and it's just like because I feel very passionately like how can I be like a like a positive hater (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know if that makes sense but like it yesterday i was in the street i was like walking to a a doctor's appointment and i saw this girl this larger girl and she had on a crop top Mm -hmm. and immediately two thoughts flash into my brain immediately like boom boom like bitch what are you doing yeah go put on some clothes like you're too big for that shit and immediately like wow like i wish i was able to do that mm-hmm. when i was younger like i would have never oh my god i w- yeah <laughs> first throw me off the george washington bridge before putting me in a two-piece <laughs> a crop top i still can't like i lost 100 pounds and still like mm-hmm. i'm like eh, mm, i don't know if i that's showing too much that's weird that feels awkward so yeah, we're, 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 and, and how this even came about is because you and I were were schooling Jean Asia on, well you schooled us, because I definitely <laughs> thought it was buccal fat, because that is how the word looks, it looks it, like buccal fat.
1: It, you definitely want to print. you look at the spelling of it and you definitely want to say buccal. Cause I just, want,
0: I do know. want to say that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like how people want to say o- like octopi and it's really octopuses. Because oh. the base word is not Latin; it's Greek. So technically, it's octopuses and not octopi. But Damn, octopi is accepted because people use it. That's how language evolves. So
0: I wanted to. I ha- oh my gosh, I like octopuses by the way. I had this train of thought the <laughs> other day, but talking about Tauruses because I always thought it was tori. And then when I went to go look it up, they were like, "That's not a word, bitch." It's Tauruses, and I'm just like, I mean, that that sounds fine, but also. Wouldn't it be like I don't know anyway? There's tangent.
1: definitely this thing about wanting to come off as like you know how to pronounce words and mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's why mm-hmm. everyone's like, it looks like bucals. I'm gonna say buccal, mm-hmm. but apparently it is pedestrian buckle. I like, guess. and it's but that's English for you, right? Like, so many words in English.
0: <coughs> I guess
1: <laughs> they do not sound like how you expect them to sound. I like I, epitome, that word epitome beat my ass for so long, baby. I was like epitome.
0: What the fuck <laughs> is a segue? Because that,
1: word beat my ass too. that bitch
0: segue, you're telling I like me. I have never seen this word spelled out in my life. Do you know, do you know how many times, years, places I've written that fucking word as S-E-G-W-A-Y? So many, mm-hmm. so many. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was just like, what the, f- what is that? What is that? And I was like, that is that cannot be how you pronounce. That cannot be how you write that word. It cannot be how you write that word. That's
1: why they didn't put it in our phonics books. Because how are you going to explain that? You know what I also. How do you explain sounding that out? I don't. don't... I pronounce things however it sounds fancy for that day. (laughs) (laughs) So if I'm feeling fancy, then however I pronounce it is the correct way (laughs) that you pronounce it. That's how I live my life. If you know what the hell I'm saying, that's all that matters.
0: Hello, heard Don't you. Don't act brand new. Heard you. You know what I'm saying? Heard you. Let's keep it moving. So <laughs> like. Well, talk to me because you and I in particular have been two people who, even from like a super young age, have always been like honestly, I wanna say like super consumers of popular culture. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Like You and I were always with the magazines, always with the fashion, Mm -hmm. like always uh, like up to speed on like, who's the it girl? What are the haps? What's popular to wear? What's in, what's out? And so knowing that that's the case, I know what kind of effect that super consuming, super consumption had on me in terms of like my self-esteem and like, what i think is beautiful like Mm -hmm. how i feel about myself like how i feel about others you know what is acceptable to me so i'm curious to hear like how it impacted you because like you're also somebody who's like very private you Mm -hmm. know like you you generally like keep to yourself and it's it's so crazy because it's very on brand for who you are as an aquarius because it's just like (laughs) there's like Uh, a spinning like vast milky way of universe happening in your brain and like all you say is like cool you know like (laughs) (laughs) but like you have this like beautiful like robust like opinion in your brain but you're just like talking to yourself you're talking to the peeps in your brain it's true (laughs) you're talking to the peeps in your brain so i'm curious to know like how it how that super consumption affected you
1: I would say growing up in the hood, it gave me an outlet. Mm. I am, mm. like, if we went by, like, body types, I'm a ruler body type, and so I didn't have, like, TNA, and I have, like, tits and ass. Right, right. And so, like, absorbing that, like, quite frankly, like, toxic... Media that really uplifted skinny body types. It was something like I was like drawn to.
0: Interesting. And so
1: like the fast, the clothes that went on those types of bodies. It like I was like, oh, I I have like some you type shit. of visual. Oh my god. Thing. <laughs> and because that was I'm always just, something like- yeah. Yeah. So for me, I it wasn't so positive, I guess, for like white women because white women were the target of like, you need to be this this thin in order to get into these high fashions yep. it wasn't necessarily healthy but like my body type wasn't changing anytime soon yep. i can still fit into the t-shirt i got from burger king yep. as like a little kid yep yep <laughs> i apparently had my birthday at burger king just found that t-shirt. i believe that
0: i believe that I probably, I'm pretty sure I almost know even which one it was.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh wow, I did not realize I had my birthday at Burger King. This is a cute shirt, though. <laughs> but yeah, like I think it was like an outlet to be like, oh, I can see myself body-wise Interesting. In, in this, like, in the fashion and the styling and all of that. But it also kind of, kind of was a bit detrimental because my mom did her, made her effort to like raise me to be proud of being black, proud of having my features and my hair. But, like, ultimately, her message was drowned out by me consuming so much media targeted towards, like, white girls and white women. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah. And where I'm, like, body type-wise, I could see, like, oh, that's how I can dress my body. That's how I can, like, show off and express myself. But then, like, feature-wise, I'm, like, well, I don't have, like, the same delicate features. I don't have the same, like, nice straight hair or curly hair. So it was a double-edged sword. Yeah
0: well it's it's so crazy to even hear you say that because even as we were younger like that was always something that I was like jealous of you for because it's just like you could literally waltz into any sample sale off the street and -hmm. walk out with something you Mm -hmm. know and it's just like that was like as my friend that was always kind of just like I was very much like, bitch, let's go. (laughs) Like, (laughs) one of us got to get it, you know? Like, let's go, let's let's go. So that was always something that, like, I, like, thought of. Like, Mm -hmm. you are the ideal body-wise. But then, like, I think drilling down even more on that, like, digging more to, like, what what it felt like to see your body Mm -hmm. with a different head, technically, like, in these magazines. And... Billboards and advertisements.
1: I don't think it was really like I don't think it was that obvious to me that it was affecting me. Mm. Like I I I think that I feel like where I really saw the effect is me taking a picture and think it's gonna look like something mm. that I imagine versus than what it actually looks like. Mm. And still even to this day, which is why I don't have a lot of pictures, is because I like struggle mm. with being like. My eyeballs, and I know that the iPhone camera does something different, it's a different shape than our eyeballs, so our eyeballs see us much more beautifully than like the camera lens on the
0: <laughs> iPhone or whatever,
1: but still, even to this day, I'm just like, that's not how I'm seeing myself, so right. I think more so I would, I would take in these images, and somehow my brain would expect for me to also look very similar, yeah. so I think it messed with my mm. perception that way or then it affected me wanting to take whether or not I wanted to take pictures which was hard because my mom always wanted me to document me living my life because I'm her only child yeah. and so I had that added pressure of yeah. like documenting every time I did something but also not wanting to see myself in pictures because yeah. I didn't feel like I looked great in every picture that's
0: this is i you are blowing my mind yeah. because <laughs> we like You're blowing my mind so much because we did so much of that. Like, Mm -hmm. in high school, we took so many pictures. Like, we Mm -hmm. fucked off so much, you know? (laughs) Like, I have so many, like, pictures of us just, like, doing nothing. And to, like, know that you were, like, struggling in that moment, like, breaks my heart because, like, those are such cherished memories to me. Like, I can't get those back and they exist in my head, you know? But, like, it's just... I think more so than anything, if, if nothing else, this is more of a plea to like, let that go. I'm trying, you know, and you know, because all that to say, take pictures, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. take pictures if, if not for like you, but for your friends for your kids in the future for you know your relatives like take pictures because they will cherish them in the future like i literally like put these on my nightstand like these pictures i
1: unearthed my nikon that i never use because like oh i guess i could just take digital pictures oh my
0: gosh yes i found one i found it i found Mm -hmm. it in my in my little like stash Mm -hmm. i I was this close to throwing it out i was like Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna throw it out i'm not gonna throw it out so I think in addition to to that, like, in, in addition to us being, like, super consumers, to mm-hmm. compound that, we also went to school in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And, like, in Midtown Manhattan off of Fifth Avenue yeah. where all the stores were. And we worked in Sometimes. Bloomingdale's, you yeah. know? So it's just, like, so all, like, as much of the, that, like, culture, the, like, glorifying, skinny white body or extremely extremely shapely Mm -hmm. you know it was like compounded it was just like beating us over the head every single day yeah on top of that so it's just like how how when do you think things started to take a shift for you in the sense of you maybe you were still consuming like culture and like kind of like these like as as sean asia would say in this capitalist uh white dominated society like when did that start to shift for you like when did you start to i guess like oh god not to use this word but when did you start to get a little woke like i need to separate like that from i'll never be that and that's okay
1: I don't think that I ever started to become woke. I think I was always there. Mm. Like from youth, I felt like I always called things out. You're, oh, and oh, wait, was call- wait, talking back. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Well, wait, hold on, because because we do have to like name this right here before we move on to anything. If you want, honey, a read. If if you want somebody who's gonna tell you what the fuck time it is. With no qualms about it. And then look at you crazy yeah. as fuck. Like, uh, I'm sorry. You didn't think I was going to come in here and tell you this was bullshit. <laughs> sorry for my friendship. You know? Like, so uh, yes. <laughs> you yeah, were definitely very much that way.
1: I've learned how to. filter myself as an adult because I realize you can't just say anything even if you think it's objectively true. Child. You can't just say anything out loud. That's how you
0: lived your life. <laughs> that is how you lived your life. Let me tell you something. I, I, for the first 18 years of your life, that's definitely how you yeah. lived your life, brother. Um, so
1: I won't say that, but I think there are a lot of things I was frustrated about, just feeling like I don't know why I'm not succeeding or feeling comfortable mm. in society. And I think attending tumblr university in 2011 like in 2011 is when i found a tumblr and then signed up for a tumblr and then just started following all these black um women and femmes and they were pulling from all of these different anthropological literature literature sources to kind of talk about existing as a black person in a white supremacist society Mm. and it really articulated things that i was feeling but i didn't have access to how to, to express how i was feeling And nor did I have, like, access to understanding how these systems are here. They're Mm. purposeful. They're not a mistake. And they're meant to make you feel that way so that you engage in capitalism. Mm. So, like, feeling drawn to pop culture, wanting to buy something to fill the void is all a part of it. So I don't think I had necessarily the tools to completely understand that. But I was definitely drawn to that. In college, I was an anthro major. Mm. So definitely trying to understand the society we live in has always been interesting. But I think... I learned way more being on tumblr than i learned being an mm. anthro student at least about my black american experience because mm. i just didn't have the words to it and until people until following all of these different people i was like oh my god like yeah. it was like that steve jobs meme where like the fireworks are going off i was like oh my goodness these are the things i've been feeling but that's put in.
0: steve jobs
1: isn't that steve jobs with hair yeah with the glasses and the turtleneck
0: Holy shit.
1: Is that not him? I don't think it
0: is. I Who know is exactly what you're talking about. That I think it's
1: Steve Jobs? like some sort of spoof. Oh, okay. Well, I think you I, know know what talk- I know
0: what you're talking about though.
1: Um, I th- cause I saw all a black turtleneck. So <laughs> it's a white man and a black turtleneck. <laughs> That's Steve Jobs. Hello. So yeah, I think it, being able to, to articulate and understand how all these things informed how I felt about myself and how i didn't feel comfortable in society how i just didn't get on in predominantly white spaces and felt like shrinking more and more like it gave so much language to all those feelings so i feel like in in the vein of wokeness i feel like that happened then hmm. <laughs> so around hmm. 2011.
0: yep yep i was like
1: simultaneously into k-pop and into black yes. power yes. <laughs> black empowerment <laughs> if you want to be
0: that was actually like a very interesting intersection of the internet for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, K-pop x black chicks, black yeah. thems. It was like a, it was yeah, a it thing. Yeah, it was. It was a thing. <laughs> well, I guess, like, pivoting from then to now, you're older, wiser, mm-hmm. and shit done changed yeah. in the world. In a way where... Like, sometimes I feel like, like I said earlier, like, positive hater. Like, I feel like such, like, I I just, like, I wanted to shake my ass and wear, like, <laughs> cute, short shit when yeah. I was in high school. And I didn't get a chance to do any of that. Mm-hmm. There was only fucking, I was either going to church, mm-hmm. work, or... The strip club, because Mm -hmm. those are the only three things that came in plus sizes from Ashley Stewart and Lane Bryant and the Avenue, you know, like, so it was just like, I I see all of this stuff now. Like, for example, like Lizzo, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think she's gorgeous. I think she's so beautiful and I see her and she's wearing these bikinis and, and I'm thinking in my brain, the first thing I see when I see Lizzo in a bikini is that top doesn't fit her. Mm hmm. It doesn't fit her. Mm -hmm. Her breasts are out. Like, that is the whole point. And she literally can't make a sudden move without a titty coming out. (laughs) She can't. She's rich enough that she doesn't have to make any sudden moves. So she can wear this. But it's Mm -hmm. just like, then I start to, like, argue with myself. Because it's just like, why is that my first thought? Like, why is my first thought a hater thought about that doesn't fit her?
1: it's just been deeply ingrained in all of us like i literally would have the same thoughts and i remember at the time of like being on tumblr i made an effort to follow people who flatly identified as fat i followed them on on Tumblr, and I followed them on Instagram, and it helped me reframe me even having those thoughts because I wouldn't, I've never felt like I necessarily needed to tell somebody about like their body type. Or I never even thought about that, quite frankly, but it doesn't mean that it stopped me from having those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I made the effort, I was like, I'm gonna follow people who are comfortable in their skin and how they look, no matter if they're differently abled or if they're fat, whatever the case may be, because I still have these like really nasty and green thoughts that I was Same. raised with Same. by our society. Same. So I just made the effort to always see those images and to see the beauty yeah. and to see the comfort that people have in their skin. So yeah. for me to reprogram those like internal messages, I was like, I'm going to follow people. And so i made an effort to follow people who don't necessarily look like me or don't look like body types that I would like grew up glorifying. So I think making that effort to follow people that of different body types is so important and it helped me a lot. I mean like I literally do not I... Like, I literally get so much inspiration fashion wise from all kinds of people. Cause, like, I'm seeing a confident person, and Mm -hmm. that's all I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not seeing anything that needs to be corrected. I'm not seeing any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, and I also, like, of of the opinion that sometimes, like, I do feel like certain outfits look better on certain bodies, but not in a negative way. But I'm just like, I don't feel like I can't feel that out that way. You know what I mean? So, like, I appreciate seeing other people do it yeah and it's not like a negative thing it's like i'm just like not filling out a balconette bra it is what it is yeah (laughs) like i know they have brands for like the little itty bitty committee but still like i'm just not gonna fill out certain things the same way so i'm like always in awe of like all the different body types and how they like
0: but same my titties will never sit right in a balconette (laughs) bra they'll always look like fucking crashing waves like you know little loving here and there so like i feel that i feel that so deeply this like I never thought about it that way, mm-hmm. like following people who look different yeah. than you. I always kind of thought like, I need to follow people who look like me mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, like make sure that the people who look like me, were all doing this, like, not we're all doing the same thing, but like, I think like ding, ding, ding in my brain that we're all hitting the status quo. And that's the problem is that that's and that's something that's still very much I I struggle so much with a lot of these like old school thoughts Mm -hmm. that are now being challenged and or done away with that it's just like I don't know what else to think though because my brain will not tell me that my brain will not let me deeply and factually believe that like fat is beautiful like it won't let me it won't let me because of the struggle that I've gone through yeah. with the fat, you know, like losing all the weight mm-hmm. and, you know, like still not being small by any stretch of the imagination, still in my brain, like having a long way to go to like reach a a, a place where I feel that is ideal. Like right now I'm OK, mm-hmm. not necessarily where I would want to be ideal. and And it's just like. I struggle. I still struggle with these like old school beliefs, and a part of me is like on some like Ruben started. Why you want to change me? You know, <laughs> like l- let me be. You know, and, and like another part of me is just like I wanna, like I wanna, I wanna be down with the crew, and mm-hmm. like you know. I I love this for everybody. I love that everybody is, like, you know, embracing all different types of body types and body positivity. Like, I love the fact that there is a real possibility that if the right people are listening, and I hope they are, like, somebody could connect me with, like, a modeling agent and I could potentially, Mm -hmm. like, get some sort of campaign. Like, the fact that... And it's not even that I'm like conceited because it's just like, oh, I know I'm beautiful. No, there's a bitch out there who literally looks like she stole my face and is modeling. (laughs) So if she is cute enough, I'm cute enough because she looks like me. Mm -hmm. So like, and she's a plus model, you know? So it's just like, we are now living in a world where the things that I dreamed of that I thought were unattainable in any lifetime are now, like I'm seeing... A fat brown bitch on the mm-hmm. side of a bus yeah modeling for fucking chanel like yeah and i want to say chanel and all of these <laughs> motherfucking uh high high end uh uh design houses how fucking dare you how dare <laughs> you all how dare you bitches now deign to make plus sizes and things in larger mm. than a 42 I, that that shit and that that's that old school mentality mm. in me cause I should want to cock back and smack all of them cause it's just like where your ass was at when I was shooting at the gym cause I had the money and I wanted to buy it and y'all didn't make it in my size mm. all I could buy was purses not even belts yeah. I wanted to buy a belt I wanted to wear high waisted jeans with a black turtleneck and, and a and a little Gucci belt. They didn't yeah. make that shit in my size like a couple years ago. <laughs> now all of a sudden they want to fucking make it in my size because they're inclusive. Fuck out it. It just it makes me so angry. <laughs>
1: makes me so angry, and that's all valid. Like it's important to acknowledge that that's a valid feeling. Ugh. We definitely grew up in a different way. I think that millennials kick the door open and. Yeah baby millennials and elder elder gen Zers at this point and young gen z you know are like kind of carrying that torch a bit yeah of like really being like i'm gonna live my life for myself and not for other people and celebrating i mean there's like positives and negatives because like with anything i think if anybody has like a, a, a like a or mob mentality because it feels comfortable to be in community, people can take things too far. Mm. I only tangent this way because I feel like I've lately I've seen a lot of people say that they don't like um, body positivity, that they'd rather um, be into body neutrality where it's like I don't have to have an opinion about what my body looks like. I don't have to say that my body looks good or it looks bad. I simply exist. Um, and it's kind of like a newer thing because the one thing I will see is that I have seen people who were considered like icons of like fat models lose weight and their base be pissed. Yeah. It was like I look to you as a as someone I could look up to, someone who are you I could talking see about specifically? like there's the one... first model that I remember this happening to was I believe her name was Crystal Wren. Like when she was a model, she yes. was, she yes. Yes. had I know a exactly eating you're disorder about. of some sort mm-hmm. of some type. And that's the reason why she was so slim. And <laughs> She was able to recover, was in recovery, and gained a lot of weight. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens when you actually start eating. Eat. <laughs> and, you know, she's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl, gorgeous woman. And so she was one of the earliest, like, plus-size models I could remember. Yeah. Actually being dressed in, like, high yeah. fashion yeah, brands. Yeah, And, like, so much of her popularity came from the fact that she was a plus size model and she was like not like your size 10 yeah. plus size model like yeah, yeah, yeah. more like your size 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know maybe 16 and when she started to lose weight healthily because she was like you know eating better like to like paraphrase her talking about her her journey she was eating better and she was exercising she got a lot of backlash for that because a lot of people began to live their lives through her mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so in that in that way I can kind of see why people kind of feel like you know, body positivity can be a double edged sword, especially if you become representative of a type of body, especially when it comes to weight. And yeah. then you're no longer that size and yeah. people are pissed yeah. and feel like you've betrayed them. Yeah. So I can see it as a double edged sword, but uh, I don't know. Like-
0: <laughs> yeah, that definitely <laughs> happened to um, a, a blogger that I follow. I can't remember if I started following her on the days of Jesus Christ Myspace. Oh, dating myself.
1: <laughs> I was the only person that didn't get a MySpace. I know. I think I saw all the coding y'all had to do to look y'all. Baby,
0: me, y'all shit like you. my shit was. And I was like, I don't feel like doing all that coding. Let me tell you something. Slap some glasses on me and call me <laughs> angelina jolie and hackers baby because i was in there with my html's baby that's all i would do in college you all with i would would top do. eight and i was
1: like i don't have time for that i you was know, like me. i have no time oh
0: i loved it i loved it i loved it but this girl that i followed like from the myspace days i then followed her over to instagram Gardner style is her handle and she was a plus size mo- still is a plus size model she actually has like a like a pretty big like campaign with nike right now she's gorgeous and she was larger but like always like very very large bottom and Mm -hmm. kind of like a medium size like top but like Mm -hmm. huge in the bottom and she lost all this weight and i don't know if she's ever really disclosed like why if it was for like health reasons Mm -hmm. if it was just like she just wanted to like lose weight or like get healthier or whatever but there would just be All of these people in her comments, like, shitting on her Mm -hmm. for losing all this weight. Because at this point, like, now, the top, she's maybe, like, an 8. But, like, bottom, she's still a 16. So, she's still, like, sizable. But, like, lost a substantial amount of weight. And people, like, it was just, like, to the point where she had to, like, address it in a post. And I was, like, this doesn't make it. She's not. She's not small. She's not. Yeah. Straight size by any means. Like, she's still large. Like, let her live her life. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. You know? You you mad you can't do it? Just do the workouts. She's mm-hmm. supposed to her workouts too. Like, who cares, you know? So, since we're wrapping it up, I I, I was just asked, like, if I'm not going to do the cliche and say, like, if you, like, ran into you 15 <laughs> years ago, because that's too deep. We don't have time, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like if mm-hmm. you ran into someone who was like 10 years, your junior kind of just like no time for therapy. Cause we all know that that's the answer to like feeling better about your life and yourself is therapy. Like go to therapy y'all. Um, but like someone who doesn't have time for that, doesn't have the money, doesn't maybe have the access. Like what should they do to, I guess just like protect themselves, mm-hmm. protect themselves in this world to make sure that they're not, taking on too much, beating themselves up, doing the most, and just, like, existing?
1: Oh. This is hard. This is a hard thing to answer, because I think I still struggle with this to this day, Hmm. a little bit. Because I think a lot of my nature is very inherent. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll work out at a lot of it in terms of, like, I know who I am, fixed sign and all. Like, you're not going to move certain things about me, right? like, foundationally. But I think... I don't know, I'm trying to think of like what I told my younger sister because I feel like I think it's just important to like live for yourself mm. and like to really listen to yourself because there's a lot of things coming from every which way from your parents, from your friends, from your community, society. You really have to ask yourself, what do you want for yourself? And to like really just trust your intuition. I feel like a lot of us don't do that. And I feel like even personally, every time I've gone against my intuition has always like bite me in the ass. Mm. Like, like hone that ability to listen to your gut is so important. That's Mm. the most important advice I could ever give anybody. It's like listen to yourself. Like, you heard it here,
0: folks. Listen to yourself, or you're fucked.
1: Asterisk, asterisk. Uh,
0: You're not Absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining us on Mogful Momos. as we we'll do our, our little like ending cheers, a little clinkies, clink. One more.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: uh, well, do you want, you can tell the folks where you want to be found if you want to be found, and it's okay if you don't want to be found.
1: I exist in a galaxy. Outside of this one? I'm kidding. No. Yeah. You're an Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be found. Got <laughs> no, it. Okay, great, great.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. And we'll me. definitely have to have you back and uh to talk some more because what I realized <laughs> when you were talking when mm. you said your little sister is a topic that me, you, and Shaunasia need to connect on, and it's um uh non nuclear siblings. Mm-hmm. Hmm, because that's not a topic for this. It's a topic for therapy yeah. and that next episode of the podcast. So we'll have to have you back. Okay. All right. Bye. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's Mug Fulls of Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. And follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Liz Laugh Love NYC. See you next week and make sure your cup stays full. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,